Welcome to another episode of the Global Storytime Podcast, where every two weeks I bring you a folktale from a different country or culture so that we can get to know that place better. I'm your host, storyteller, and researcher, Diane Strand. This week, we're going to Finland! If you've already listened to this week's story, The Princess Mouse, you may be interested in learning more about Finland, where the story takes place. And if you haven't listened to it yet, go check it out. It's a very sweet story. To start learning about Finland, let's find it on a map. Finland is in northern Europe, almost about as north as you can get. It is bordered by Russia to the east. Norway kind of wraps around the north border. Sweden partially shares Finland's western border, but then the Gulf of Bothnia separates them the rest of the way, and the Gulf of Finland lies to the south. It is a Nordic country, along with Sweden, Norway, Denmark, and Iceland, and some sources will also include Greenland and various islands around the Arctic Circle as a part of the Nordic countries. This means that these countries share history, cultural practices, religion, and social structure. Technically, Finland is not a part of Scandinavia, which can narrowly be defined as the countries on the Scandinavian peninsula, so Sweden and Norway, but it also usually includes Denmark as well. These countries share a history of formerly being Germanic kingdoms and have similar languages. But again, depending on the source, some people will also include Finland and Iceland as part of Scandinavia. It's a bit confusing. The capital of Finland is Helsinki, and it is at the very southern tip of the country and exactly straight across the Gulf of Finland from Tallinn, which is Estonia's capital. The size of Finland is a little over 130 square miles, so it's a little smaller than the state of Montana in terms of area, but it's clearly a different shape. It's kind of like that age-old math problem of finding a rectangle in a square that have the same area. The population of Finland is 5.5 million people, which is about the population of the state of Colorado. Now let's dive into a shortish history of Finland. Early archaeological evidence of Neanderthals living in northern Finland dates back 120,000 years ago, and this evidence was found at a site called Wolf Cave. Homo sapiens, so beings like us, began to settle in the area in 8,500 BC, and the population and settlements grew over the next thousand years. Towards the end of the Bronze Age, which, side note, has different periods of time depending on where you are in the world, and that makes sense, but was still something I never considered. So anyways, we're talking around 800 AD. This is when Finnish identity started to take shape, before the culture and artifacts in the area were very similar to what you would find in Russia and Estonia. In the 1100s to 1200s, the Crusades began, bringing a lot of warfare and upheaval in the area. I talked a little bit about the Crusades in the seventh episode, it could always be worse, when exploring the history of the Jewish diaspora. Basically, the Holy Roman Empire was trying to convert the rest of the European continent to Christianity. And when nobody seemed interested in giving up their pagan religions peacefully, the Romans, along with converted Germans, began to overthrow small governments and cities and force religion on them. The Northern Crusade was an effort to convert everyone in Northern Europe, and the Swedes adapted faster than any other group, and as a result, became more powerful. The southern area of Finland became colonized under Swedish rule. Apparently, the Swedes thought the Finns were primitive and that their language was inferior. 
I don't know if you can come across the history of any place without finding out that the people who were in power thought that they were just naturally better than the people they ruled over. It seems pretty universal. Because of the Swedish rule, Swedish was the language of government and nobility, and only peasants spoke Finnish. And then eventually the Finnish slowly converted to Lutheranism. In the 1600s, there were a number of wars, including the 30-year war that was between Protestants and Catholics and involved a lot of Central Europe. There were also plagues and a famine that killed a third of the Finnish population. In the 1700s, Sweden fought two wars with Russia, and they were called the Greater Wrath and the Lesser Wrath. Those are some great names for terrible wars. And then Finland was temporarily under Russian control and then Swedish control, and back and forth, like the hot pink marker in the art supplies that every kid wants to use. Finland, realizing that being under Swedish control wasn't really working out for them, started to try to organize as their own country, and even created their own currency. In the words of a Finnish political journalist at the time, we are not Swedes, and we do not want to become Russians. Let us be Finns. Unfortunately, in one last war between Sweden and Russia, aptly named the Finnish War, Finland ended up under the rule of Russia for the next hundred years. When Russia faced a number of democratic revolutions that weakened Russian government, Finland was able to break away and declared independence in 1917. And then sadly, within a month of declaring independence, the country broke out into a civil war between the quote-unquote Reds, who wanted a socialist government, and the Whites, who did not, and who were also backed by the Germans. The war, which took place during the end of World War I, ended when the Germans had lost power and the Reds were considered defeated. A new government was formed and both sides had to make compromises to heal the country and move forward. The Civil War is still a touchy subject today. The country did move on to become a very stable country with a very high standard of living that has been voted the happiest country more than once in the last five years. And now let's move on to languages spoken in Finland. The official language of Finland is Finnish and Swedish. That's right. They have two official languages. Most of the population, 83%, speaks Finnish as their main language, but both languages are taught in school. And you would think that they're very similar languages given that the countries are in the same part of the world and have been so close for hundreds of years. But Swedish has German roots, while Finnish is in a language family with Eastern European languages and is much closer to Estonian. But they both do use the same alphabet, which is the Swedish alphabet, and it has 29 letters. Other languages spoken in Finland are Russian at about 1.5%, Karelian, which is a language from a small ethnic group from Russia that has settled in parts of Finland, and the Sami languages. The Sami are an ethnic group made up of subgroups that all have different languages. They have historically lived in the very northern part of Finland, in an area called Lapland, and are very adept at living in the Arctic by fishing and herding reindeer. They have held on to their traditional way of life for hundreds of years. There was a period of time when the Sami languages were illegal as they were being forced to assimilate to Finnish culture, language, and religion. But the languages live on and there are still Sami communities in northern Finland. 
And now let's talk about religion's practice in Finland. Finland is a largely Christian country with 73% of the population following a sect of Christianity, mainly Lutheranism, and a tiny portion of Eastern Orthodox. There was an attempted revival in Finnish paganism in the early 1900s, but since most of that religion's beliefs and practices were passed down orally and were not written down, the revival didn't get very far. 28% of the population is not affiliated with any religion, so they might be agnostic or atheist or spiritual or, or something similar. Islam is practiced by 2% of the population, and then there are very, very small groups of people who practice Judaism, the Baha'i faith, and Hinduism. I've read that Hinduism made its way to Finland because of the electronics company Nokia is based there and attracted a lot of employees from India. Can you guess what the national food of Finland is? The national food of Finland is rye bread. I thought it would be some kind of fish, so color me surprised. Rye bread is a really dark, dense, slightly sour bread that is supposed to be very healthy. I think I only eat rye bread when I get a Reuben sandwich, which is delicious, but certainly not that healthy of a sandwich. It's not a very common bread in the parts of America where I have lived, but now I'm inspired to find some and try it on its own. Have you tried rye bread? If you have, send me an email and let me know how you like it and what you ate it with. And what do you think the national sport is of Finland? The national sport of Finland is Pesapalo, which I had never heard of before. I think I have a very narrow assumption that most countries' national sports is soccer, but that's why I do this podcast, so that I and you can learn more about the rest of the world. So what is Pesapalo? It's very similar to baseball, but with a slightly different rules, and it moves much faster. It was invented in 1920 and was influenced by a number of bat and ball games and baseball. And that was another thing that I wasn't aware of. The fact that there are more sports with bats and balls than just baseball and cricket. I'm telling you, I'm learning so much. And let's end this episode, as always, with a fun fact. If you like spending time in nature, then Finland is an ideal place to visit. The country is known as the country of a thousand lakes, but really it has over 180,000 lakes. And over 70% of the country is forested. I've always wanted to visit because I've seen photos of those hotel rooms with glass domes that you can lay in your bed and look up at the northern lights. I mean, how incredible does that sound? But now I want to go to Finland also so I can go hiking in its beautiful forests and swimming in its lakes. In the summer, of course. And that is it for this episode of Let's Learn About Finland. I hope you learned something. As usual, I learned way more than I was expecting to. Of course, if you want even more information about Finland or any of the countries that I feature, follow the pod on Facebook or Instagram at Global Storytime Podcast. You can always email me at globalstorytimepodcast at gmail.com. And please, if you haven't already, rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really does help the show. This is my 10th episode. And when I started this project, I promised myself that I would do at least 10 episodes to feel like I've honored my commitment to this idea. And here we are. So far, this show is listened to in 16 states and 13 countries. I've been having so much fun and can't wait to watch the show grow even more. So thank you so much for listening. I've been your host, Diane Strand. Until next time, bye!